Welcome to Royal Generations Podcast, hosted by me, Lucia del Pilar. On today's episode, we have Vanessa and James Garcia, owners of Pick a Meal, and I wanted to introduce everyone to this amazing godly couple who has definitely been a testament of perseverance, of endurance, of grind, of hustle, but above all, a couple of prayer. And I have known these two individuals for quite some time now, I would say a couple of years. So I wanted to introduce everyone to Vanessa and James. Say hello. Hello, everyone. How are you? So, James and Vanessa, I want you to take us to your journey because they are owners of Pick a Meal and it's a catering company. But I want you to take us to the genesis of where your business started. Well, as for me, the business for me started in my youth. When I was younger, I just had a love for food, had a love for change, had a love to see something become something from nothing. So um, from there, I always kept that in my heart. Um, and meeting James through God's divine grace, I met a, a person that pushed that out of me. Um, and we were able to come to an agreement on what we were going to do to actually build a business together. Um, and that's where Pick a Meal came about. Um, just two friends with uh, the like purpose of just building out our dream and having it purposed for whatever God wanted it to be. So from there, um, I don't know, God just did his thing. Creative ideas started flooding in, um, and then words of, of knowledge started flooding in, and we just put every single thing that we had in us into this one idea, which was a catering company. What can I do with a catering company? What can I do with food that hasn't already been done before? So we use all of that in a, how do you call it, like a vortex of ideas. And we were just spinning in there for a while. And while we were building, we um, got to know each other more than just friends. And I would say that Pick a Meal is a love story for me. James? Well, as for me, um, I know that I, uh, I always had, I always like to see nothing come to something. Um, I know that I was a builder. I know that I, I was able or more than capable of being a, a business owner. Um, I knew exactly where I was going. Um, I just didn't know where, where in, in life I was going to end up. And I never didn't know what I was going to do, but I know what I had in me. And once I established once uh, everything that was inside of me, every time uh, I saw myself in the mirror, I started seeing what I was capable of. Um, that was a time in my youth where I started finding identity. I didn't have identity. And knowing who I was, I was uh, it helped me a lot with the decisions that I was going to make in business. And for Pick a Meal, for, for me to be an owner of a catering company, um, I, it all had to do with my identity. And now I ha- this is the result of what was inside of me. Before it existed. (laughs) 
that's a really really insightful background that that gives us a lot of knowledge of you know where your genesis started so now that we know how your genesis started can you tell us when you knew that you had to execute this was there like an aha moment was it from one day to the next that you just decided you know what i'm gonna you know get started with this process from you know just ideas from that incubator of ideas that you have vanessa to then the manifestation of working from ground up because one thing that i will share with all you know the listeners is that i saw them grind i saw them take a warehouse put the tiles put the ac go through different challenges so james can you tell us when it was the moment that you decided you know what i'm gonna start pick a meal because your background was not you know in food catering correct so kind of share us that story from your old um way of you know living to now being a business owner of pick a meal when was it when was that aha moment or was there even an aha moment to when you first started okay well in my life i i have faced a lot of trials and tribulations um i was very emotional back then and Every time I based my decision on my emotion, I know that it left me. I know that it wasn't, it never lasted. Um, so when I had this opportunity to face um, pick a meal, when, when I had to face reality, uh, I took it for what it is. I made a decision and I know I was going to stick by it, whether it was good or whether it's bad. Um, I learned that through love. Um, if you love what you do, no matter what gets in your way, you're still going to do it uh, because love is just a decision. And I love what I do. I love my purpose. I always saw something greater than me. I always saw something outside of me, and which is people. I love the people. And, and me making this decision was based on, on why. Why am I going to do this? Um, I know that it wasn't for the money. I know it wasn't going to be for my needs. I know it wasn't going to be for me. I know it had to do with more than me. So me making this, this decision of persevering through the trials and tribulations and, and the circumstances that I was going to face building pick a meal, I know that it was greater than me. So I persevered. It, I got through it no matter the challenges that I had to face because that is what kept me, the reason why. Why is it that I'm doing this? And I, all I can think of was my family. All I can think of was, um, what is the purpose? What am I going to get out of this? And I know it was going to be uh, purpose-filled. It was going to be me doing something for the people um, and, and causing a movement, <laughs> you know? So that's, that's what got me through, the, the, the purpose and the reason why. So when was that exact moment that you knew that you had to um, make this happen? What was that moment where you said, you know what, this is um, the moment when we're going to start this, Vanessa, like when you guys, you know, found a place to do it, when you guys started to do your business cards, like when was that moment that you decided to shift from ideas to execution? Well, my aha moment actually came from um, me just sharing an idea that I wrote down. I believe the word that is in the Bible in Habakkuk 2.2, write down your vision on tablets so that those who see it may run. And I don't know, that was one of those verses throughout my time 
that when I was like 18, 19, 20 years old, I was like, all right, I'm just going to write. And I would write all my ideas. And I didn't know James. I wasn't even in the vicinity of Miami, Florida. I was in Chicago. And I would write down ideas. And when I came with those ideas, when I met James, I showed him the piece of paper. He was just like, wow, you have good ideas. And I was like, yeah, I guess. I always struggled with... Um, not having the self-confidence to be able to pursue something because I always struggled with poverty and all those type of things. So for me to even, for someone to acknowledge that I had a good idea was already a breakthrough for me in my life. Um, and when uh, my story started when it was CAP 2013, and I've never heard God speak to me audibly. Which is a Christian conference. Which is a Christian conference. For those who don't know, it is a prophetic conference that happens in Miami that was a life changer for me. I heard the voice of God tell me, Vanessa, it's time to give everything to me. And I had just lost my job. And I said, no way, Jose, you're crazy. And I started bawling. But I've never felt the presence of God in my life so strong from that moment. And at that moment, I gave my whole check to the Lord. And I said, God, okay, do what you please. A month later, James came and said, Vanessa, we're going to go and find a warehouse. In Kendall, by the church. And I was like, what? (laughs) We were just looking for an apartment for you because he had a certain amount of money saved up for him to have his house. So I'm just a supportive friend going with him to find a warehouse for his business needs or whatever he wanted to do. We found this place, um, the, the warehouse that we currently had by a memory James had of a friend that worked in the same building. And from that point on, he said, no, we're going to build a kitchen and we're going to do the vision that you had. And right there, I received an identity and an identity of being an entrepreneur and having good ideas and knowing that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So at that moment, I would say was that moment where I just pushed through whatever I went through to be able to actually execute my idea and to build a business from scratch. Wow, that is that is phenomenal of how it was one moment of a crazy encounter in terms of like you ended up believing you know in that dream and that vision and you found someone who you know believed with you and then all of a sudden from one thing to another that had even nothing to do with it then you were able to find this warehouse so that's phenomenal so vanessa and james tell us what we're some of the top maybe two adversities because I know from seeing part of your process it was quite a handful if at that I think a handful is kind of like an understatement to where now you guys have your own warehouse to now where you guys are executing amazing you know meal plans catering services and whatnot so tell us and share with the audience two of the top adversities that you had um, as you were on this journey. Okay, well, my top adversities, oh my gosh, was my uh, facing my authorities uh, telling me no to something that God told me to do. Um, 
I, I, I believe that God speaks to everyone different, but to me, he speaks to me in visions. And I felt so much peace with, with the vision that God gave me. And I felt my, I knew that I was called to becoming a businessman. I always saw myself as a leader. I always saw myself as an entrepreneur, uh, making decisions uh, for, for the people that are struggling to make a decision, um, to help people. I, I, uh, I always saw that and I always put, if my vision doesn't happen, I feel like it's I feel very uncomfortable. I start getting irritated. I started get I start getting like angry because it's not being fulfilled. And um so anything that gets in the way between me <laughs> and my vision, I don't see. I can't I can't allow it to influence me in any type of way. So uh as far as my authorities like my parents, um family members, uh mentors, uh, people from the church, anybody was telling me no, I felt like my yes was getting louder. <laughs> I felt something inside of me just getting louder. And that voice, I always obeyed. I always listened to. I always followed. So even though man said no, the yes got louder in me and I, I, I pursued it. So that's what helped me uh, face my adversities because um, it was that voice inside of me that knew whether it was a, 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 a no from man or a yes from man, it wasn't going to stop what God wanted to do with me. Uh, so that was very difficult because I had to obey my authorities and I had to take that chance of, of not obeying so that I can uh, uh, find out what's best for my purpose and for my uh, destination and destiny. <laughs> hey, man. That is... Um very very i think relevant to other people as well in terms of them also having to maybe deal with certain people or influential people should i say in their lives you know whether it be parents or spiritual leaders or people just of overall influence upon their lives like friends you know depending on where they are in that point in their life that can sometimes want to interfere with something that God specifically told you to do or yes. <laughs> you felt a conviction whether you know you you know you are in that point in your life that you just know you want to get this done so i believe that's very important for us you know to to be aware and to to take it as a grain of salt and i believe this is very important process also so that we can guard our hearts because when god says guard our hearts and when he says that you know the weapons of warfare are not carnal but they're spiritual that means that there's a spiritual battle so we need to very very well be aware that sometimes it's not people it could very be something beyond that which is you know what we would know as the enemy so that we don't stay offended with people because we see a bigger picture um and i believe that when we have a conviction of what god has really called us to do the one we're gonna have to face on the throne to really you know give us you know a bow bow or you know (laughs) to really tell us hey why didn't you do what i called you to do um well i don't know people were telling me not to do it and god tell us um no i told you to do it why were you listening to man when i god almighty told you a yes so vanessa now that james has shared with us one of 
his top adversities what was your adversity and maybe you can speak to the women who are entering into business or maybe who don't believe in themselves to be a businesswoman or just a woman that wants to pursue her dreams but she doesn't believe herself capable to do so um what would besides that what was or what was a adversity that you had to face personally and now in this journey of starting pick a meal well i think that the sum of all of my adversities starts with one myself um in this process from beginning to currently um like i said before i didn't believe in myself i dealt with a lot of financial issues i dealt with a lot of self self-doubt i've dealt with not um feeling like i'm able to pursue excellence i was very very scared of failing i didn't want to fail i didn't want to um upset anyone i i wanted to make everybody that i knew proud um but in all of that fear of failure i ended up um becoming a nervous wreck to where I couldn't perform at a uh catering event. I was shaky and I was just like all over the place. So I created this whole ball of energy that was just ready to blow up on myself. So my biggest adversity was me. I was not pursuing excellence. I was not finishing what I knew that God called me and James to do because I would end up being lazy or I would end up um saying, "Nah, I'll just do that tomorrow. I'll take care of it tomorrow." But in all of that, I'm so grateful that I had a person there to push me and to say, "No, it has to be done today and teach me the word of God. Teach me what it says and how I should be righteous." Um as a woman as a proverbs 31 woman of god what does it say god in that verse calls us to be business women he doesn't call us just to be at home taking care of our men and women, our men and our children he calls us to go and receive merchants from the ships from afar and what does that tell you be a business woman go and get what you got to get go and do what you have to do god is going to back you up and i didn't understand that about myself didn't understand that my backup was already with me so i would attack myself and i would just like burden myself and then that burden would transfer to, over to my business to my relationship um to with my now husband but also my relationship with my relationship with my family so it didn't just affect my business it affected everything around me so once i fixed that and i Uh, appropriated myself to learn and to know that I am a daughter of the most high king. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I have a purpose. I am good. I am capable. I am willing. I can do it. I ended up getting it done. And when I got it done, it was done in excellence. I put my sweat, my tears, I thrown temper tantrums trying to finish the process but I persevered and endured it and I ended up getting it done so I overcame myself throughout the process and I believe that's very true 
because even if we would remove the devil out of the equation, we would still be dealing with certain consequences. And some of the consequences, for example, that you faced, you're like self-doubt. Like it wasn't even like, you know, something that had to do with the enemy. It was very much you yourself that you had to conquer, you know? And I believe that's something very true because sometimes we have to conquer ourselves before we go and conquer a city, before we conquer a nation. Um, and I believe that's very important because that was, I believe, detrimental to now you having to overcome and conquer um, external uh, situations of that can seem like they would want to defeat you but in yeah. reality you go and you defeat them because you conquered yourself first yes. so therefore you can go and conquer you know something else and it's just and within the same lines of you know if you really love yourself you will really learn and you will know how to love others Absolutely. there is such a threat with someone who knows how to love because they will love others <laughs> very well as well yes so i believe that's very very important so James and Vanessa, that one of the things that I have seen of people that start their businesses is that it has to clearly be about the people, right? Because whatever we do, we do about the people. And one thing I've seen, for example, that you have shared with me, James, is how you give people access to um, giving you feedback. You're very accessible and you ask people for their feedback because the catering services is to serve others mm-hmm. in the most excellent way possible. So you yes. want to know about your clientele. You want to know about the people that you serve. And I believe as a businessman, that's an amazing quality, you know, to have as well because seriously like what we do is not just for us it has to be for the people whatever we do that stays within us is already bound to failure but when we do things from a point of view of wanting to help someone else with that with what we're rendering service or as a product maybe people have products that they also want to sell it has to serve for the greater good of humanity it has to serve for the greater good of others in the community especially here because we are south florida community so what is um to you in this process or maybe overall what does success mean to you is it something relative is it um something that is tangible what is success to you first james okay man that can go i can answer that in so many different ways but i think the first approach that we should have to success and the meaning to us should be um something internally I feel like everything that is external and outside of you is the result of what you have inside of you. Um, so people think based thing success with an external thing like or an object or that doesn't determine success because I've seen those the, the most successful people commit suicide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if that is success to someone, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't want to consider someone committing suicide with all the possessions of the world successful like that's not success to me i feel like um i mean successful success to me is is family it's it's something that you uh it's loving yourself it's something that's internal uh especially your emotions i mean if if you have everything in the world, but your emotions are contaminated, your mind is contaminated, uh, you're, you, you, you have so many paradigms, you have a limited mindset, uh, there's only so much that you can have in life. 
and I feel like uh, we're bound to to our emotions and our mindset, no matter where you at in life, and and I feel like if you have those things correct and and right, and have God in your heart, um, uh, follow your dreams and 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 your vision and listening to the voice of God, I think that is successful. Just one word that God can give you can make you successful your whole entire life. (laughs) I believe that everything that I am doing now is based on a word that I got from God 10 years ago. (laughs) So I'm still living off that word, that one word. So success is that what you have inside of you, what God has spoken to you, um, the vision that God has given you. If you do not have that vision and that voice of God, there's no success. And I believe that's very, very key. I believe listening to that voice, you know, of God. Because there are many voices that we can listen to. There is the voice of the enemy, the voice of our ego, (laughs) the voice of the flesh, the voice of people. There's a whole nine. And I believe that is why it's very important, you know, whether your belief is in God or not in God. Or maybe you do believe in God, but he's not an influential factor in how you determine the course of your life. I believe that it's very important to um, re kind of regather yourself and make sure that there is that one true voice that you're listening to and that voice of not just instinct in instinct but that voice um that gave you life from the very beginning so that's very very important thank you james very well said james as well vanessa now can you share with us in your from your point of view from what you have experienced what is success to you? What is that definition? If you could define it, what would that be? Can it be said in words? Can it be said through a vision? What would that be? To define success in my life is very simple. Being able to pursue the desires of the heart, of my heart. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm going to have $10 million and that is success. No, it's being able to um, see my family happy, to take them on a trip, to be able to um, see my husband enjoy the simple pleasures of life, to be able to um, succeed in uh, something that I overcame. If I overcame um, being fearful, I overcame that, that is success. It's not always a financial thing. It's being able to pursue the the desires of your heart and, and to, to actually, you know, see joy and happiness and to see God's purpose fulfilled. That's success for me. I believe those two answers were quite phenomenal. And I believe those two were actually quite authentic <laughs> because um, I don't truly necessarily believe there is one correct ultimate way of success because i do believe success is defined differently but i do believe that the one of the most common factors is that you know glorifying god within the midst of it because i believe what you said Vanessa, is very true about family about us seeing family through the midst of success 
um, being a very relevant factor where we can help our families to thrive where we have seen financial poverty within our families now they can see financial riches where they you know once were limited to there's people that are you know are 80 years old and they would love to travel but the reason that they can't not necessarily is it because of their health but it's because of their finances and i believe that should very put us into perspective of when it comes to success also what james was saying that you can have you know a billion dollars a million dollars in your bank account but that doesn't guarantee success either because we know very well that there is very wealthy people monetarily wise speaking um in terms of them having success maybe in their career but internally their soul is quite deficient in what truth you know true wealth is so i believe that's very very important and wealth in itself is always tied to family when people leave wealth, when people leave inheritance, that is always family related. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's a huge common factor um, <laughs> as to who will re- be reaping of our success yeah. as well. And we want not just our current family, but our um, future family to also be reaping of the hard work that we have. You know, and I can see that very well in different people who have had very successful parents who have been been able to balance them out in how they carry themselves as, you know, good citizens of this world, um, to, you know, being able to help others in need, to being able to succeed within their own endeavors. Yeah. And I believe also with, you know, pursuing those things that you really desire. I believe that if we really walk with God and our heart is really aligned to him, there are certain desires that he places inside of us because he gave us the capabilities and the talents and the determination to arise and to go forth and execute them. (laughs) Because ideas are beautiful and everyone has ideas. But what makes the difference is that we execute those ideas and that they in turn become successful. And I do believe within success, you will um, encounter failures you will encounter those moments of you know self-doubt like you were speaking about um having to overcome hurdles you know whether it be financial whether it be mental because of paradigms or whether it be be fear or whether it be people just constantly telling you no and even your support system feeling like you have none of it you know either even though people do care for your well being they may not be supportive you know 110 percent for for that because maybe they've seen oh maybe it's not working okay maybe it's not working maybe you should stop doing it (laughs) you know but it's like no i want to this is something that i have in my gut to continue pursuing so very very um great uh, responses from both of you and i believe that it will definitely speak to others so to wrap it up after this amazing session right now, what are the final words or a message you would love to leave with others who are dreamers and do want to become doers or people who are entrepreneurs? What is your last message for them, James? Oh, well, my message to, to everyone is, um, well, God has spoken to me in a vision. Um, he told me, he reminded me of Noah, uh, and and Noah he was building an ark. When he was building the ark, everybody was going against him because of the vision that God has given given him 
of building the ark. And and the thing is about the ark is that God spoke to him in direct uh directly to him on specifications. Um he's he specified all the measurements. He was specific about how to build the ark. And um, every time he was trying to explain it to others on why, on the reason why he was building the ark, uh, they didn't believe it because they never seen rain before. And Noah said, I am going, uh, God spoke to Noah and God said, I will make it rain for 40 days and 40 nights. And Noah believed in it, in it, but no one else believed in it. And, and it didn't stop him. Uh, on on building the ark, even though it took him a hundred years, um, even though everyone was against him, it didn't stop him from building something that God has spoke to him about, and he believed it so much that even ninety years, it was sound, it sounded a lot, but it, he still had ten more years to go. He still needed to endure faith. He still needed to go against the odds. He was still pushing. No matter what people told him, he had to do what God had called him to do. And it didn't rain until it was fulfilled. It didn't rain until it was completed. It didn't, he didn't stop until it was completed. And, and God didn't make it rain until it was finished. And um, there's a lot of things with, with, with business owners. There's a lot of things that are going through a lot of people that want to start. It's that they start, but they don't want to finish. And how is it that God is going to make it rain over your life full of blessings if you quit halfway? How, is, how are you going to, to be able to, to persevere and, and, and see the goodness of God if you stop halfway? You cannot give up on your dreams. You cannot give up on the vision because that vision is in, in you so that you can touch other people's lives, so that you can be an example, so that you can demonstrate who God really is. Um, it, it's, it's crazy how someone thought of a chair and, 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 and no one saw it, but only one person. And because of that one person, we all sitting down. We all are able to, to create more chairs out of that one vision. Um, someone had to think of a light, but now there's light companies. Now there's more businesses. So um, you, are, you can be a pioneer to, to, to this generation. You can be the reason why other businesses are succeeding, are successful. And, and I believe that business, businesses is not only for the people, but it's, all the, it's also for other businesses. It's also for another movement. So um, you don't know what you can do unless you finish what, got, what you started. So do not give up. Keep pushing. Keep pushing for your dreams. And, and it's not the end. You know, there's, there's, uh, um, there's always today is a, is a day that you can start something. And tomorrow is another day that you can continue working. And, and maybe a couple of years from now, you can have what you ha- want. Um, but it all starts with you. It all starts with an idea. And I believe that you don't need money. You don't need um, resources. All you need is an idea and for you to start working on it. And once you start working on it, you're going to see the result and the benefits and the rewards of it. Vanessa, what would that be for you? What's the final message you would give to people who are trying to pursue their dreams, who are dreamers, who want to become doers, um, people who want to pursue the entrepreneurship route, or just people who would need a word of encouragement for 
pursuing whatever it is that they have in their heart to do. The only thing that is the most important thing I feel is that you must love God with your whole heart. Why do I say that? When you love God with all of your heart, that means that you will also love yourself. Why? He created you. He created you to be great. He created you to be exactly what it is that in the back of your mind you think you will never become. So with that, just love God. Love love who you are. Embrace your uniqueness. Embrace your craziness. Embrace your ideas. Embrace yourself deal with yourself if there's emotional issues that you go through you have anxiety or you get uh, scared and then you uh, freeze up there's so many emotional issues that we don't think become um, that blockage to where we have to you know overcome to get to where we need to go there are things that we must deal with so I speak to every single young person, every old person. It's never too late to say, God, I just want to tell you I love you today and help me be exactly who you want me to be. And with that, you are destined to be great because he is the creator of all and he will make sure that whatever your heart desires, you will receive. So that's the one thing I have to say. Love God. Amen. Can I get a praise break right now for that? (laughs) So that is very, very um, good. Vanessa, thank you so much for sharing that. So with that, I want to wrap up this beautiful, very victorious episode. And I want you all to connect with them through Instagram, Facebook. Do you guys have any other platforms you guys use? Um, Mainly Instagram. Instagram and Facebook, they are at Pick a Meal, and I will write that within the description box of this podcast. You can also connect with them, you know, through their personal pages, Kingdom District for James and Vanessa, Vane underscore R. G. G. (laughs) Underscore G. She changed it from the R to a G. She is a very, they're a newlywed couple. So congratulations to them once again. So I wanted to thank everyone for tuning in into this podcast. Subscribe and leave a review and check them out. If you have any catering services, feel more than welcome to reach out to them. They're here to serve you with the utmost excellency with their staff, whatever it is. Check them out also. They cook amazing. Vanessa's an amazing chef. So check out their food if you are here in South Florida. And may you have an amazing day. You are a world changer, part of hashtag Royal Generations. God bless.